Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. This is an emergency, emergency, emergency on the college football dance floor. And by that, we mean the type of intrigue and scandal that only this podcast can meet at its level. We talk about meeting conversations at the level that they deserve. And I think we are the only people in the universe, the only ones who can properly engage it on the correct level. Um, there are a number of people who are on this podcast who are not normally on this podcast. We have them on for for reasons. Um, I only see one person who's on this podcast who's not normally on this podcast. That's well, no, there's somebody who's always on this it's podcast, me. and yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's it's Ryan. I'm, I am joined by Ryan Annie and Holly Anderson as always. Uh, Jason Kirk is busy um, in Epcot at Epcot, where he always is and lives. Um, and we are joined as always by Brian Floyd. Um, Brian, Brian doesn't feel the need to say anything. He doesn't have to. He's just always part of the show. Uh, and we are also joined by special guest Jessica Smetana uh, from the Levitard Show, Metal Arc, and um, I think most notably from the Formula One podcast mm. that we do together. Hi, do you remember DNF. the name of it? Okay, yes, good. DNF. I was waiting, I I was <laughs> no, no, waiting no. for him to pull No, because it took me a second, and I was like, Ryan's going to be a jackass and remember <laughs> and ask me if I remember the it's name. Only Knowing ja- that it would take me a second to do it. <laughs> See if you get on Ryan, it this year, Ryan, Ryan's in the year of Ryan cast. being on podcast. Boys, you can't Blacklisted. Fight. Boys, you can't fight on January 6th. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would also like to plug my founding membership of the Sam Hartman at Notre Dame fan club today. Um, This is our (laughs) inaugural day of the fan club and everyone's welcome to join. All right. (laughs) I'm so, I'm so mad that y'all got him because he's so cool. He's like captain. He's like captain. Fuck it. Someone down there. Like he's the best. (laughs) How long do you think we could let Spencer talk about this before we get to the emergency topic? We're going to get to the emergency topic right now. (laughs) In fact, I'm just going to hand it off to Holly. Holly, tell them why we're here. Folks, if there were ever a coach in our orbit who you might cite as being too much dad and not enough uncle, I think we can all agree Jim Harbaugh's at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. And word, but let's see, it is, uh, it is early Friday afternoon, January 6th, as we were recording this. Early last night, January 5th, um, word began to trickle down from Michigan about i'm not even gonna pull up the headline because i frankly don't care what number of violations michigan is being hit with by the ncaa but one thing i think stood out to everybody immediately when we saw these headlines i believe from dan wetzel long may he reign who (laughs) i've heard this morning that dan wetzel had this story before a lot of people at michigan had this story daddy (laughs) and this is uh, you know, when I say long may he reign, this is this isn't sarcasm. But the the bit of the headline that stood out to me was Michigan hit with failure to cooperate <laughs> with the NCAA. Very January sixth of them, actually. Yeah, even though it was it was it was January sixth Eve, and we're like, okay, of all conferences, and of all the schools in all in this one conference, you get Michigan tagged with a failure to cooperate, and. We have, as Michigan grads ourselves, we uh, we have a lot of tenderness for our home institution. Uh, Ryan, Spencer, and I all have multiple multiple uh, doctorates from the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. But we, what we're what we're going to pull together today? We're we're going to tell you a little story today. We're we're going to tell you a what if I told you story um, that we have that we have pieced together from. Um, from our our friends in Ann Arbor who are perpetually our biggest charity bowl donors who let us come and clown around on the sidelines at their games. And that's not the reason that we think these NCAA charges are stupid. These NCAA charges are stupid because these NCAA charges are... Y'all, when I tell you this story, the NCAA is going to come out looking dumber than Michigan. And what no. Michigan has done here is pretty dumb. Well, almost in in the year 2023, almost the concept of NCAA it's charges quaint. is stupid. Like, imagine if Blockbuster called you tomorrow and said, "Hey, <laughs> you were late returning Legends of the Fall in 1990s," and you'd be like, "I don't fucking care. You're Blockbuster. Why would I listen to you now?" That's what it's like to to get dinged by the NCAA at this point in time. It's such trash. Um. So anyway. One of the, uh, on the list of charges you will see uh, in Dan Wetzel's story is the the one that we're focusing on today. The the incident that triggered failure to cooperate was, stop me if you're screaming Auburn fans, but Jim Harbaugh had breakfast with, uh, had a comped meal with with two recruits, two Mm. already committed recruits to Michigan, who are currently freshmen at Michigan uh, right now, if I have this correct. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, this was during the COVID dead period, and uh, the story as it has been relayed to us by sources at Michigan 
is that these two recruits were passing through town and Jim Harbaugh said, Hey, let's have breakfast, which is apparently not an, uh, not an uncommon thing uh, to have happen. And that's not the funny part. The funny part is where they went for breakfast. Perkins. Now, now close. Tiger now, Woods didn't go to now, Michigan. With, with the sole exception of Jess, we all went to big state schools. And without uh, without pausing for more than five seconds, I'm sure that you guys could name A, the Greek diner on campus. Uh, shout out to Gus's. Hello, Knoxville. And B, you could name the local small businessman who roams the sidelines at games and nobody really knows what he's doing down there. So so pause on this briefly. Spencer, does this exist at Florida? Because I'm having trouble. Like, the swamp is the closest thing. No, but because, that's not because really remember, it. Because remember, Florida, it's illegal to have a business open for more than five years continuously unless it was like Leonardo's, <laughs> which even true. then... Which that is gone. Yeah, even, though, even then Leonardo's eventually Michigan, got... I would got... suggest that Hungry Howie roams the sidelines, no, no, no. but apparently he doesn't even live there. No, Michigan no. has traditional things that all other schools have florida churns up everything around it like um honestly like an alligator that has to clean its nest every three or four years or it will Mm. die so it just mucks out the stall destroys every business within like three blocks there are no traditions nothing um florida is the nihilist public school experience okay so so in in the florida version of this it's let's go to a cracker barrel two exits up let's go somewhere yeah let's go somewhere on archer road right yeah great awesome okay so in Michigan, these these two concepts take the form of one person, um, whose name is Oh, Perry Periakos. My Greece is my, my Greek is not great, but I believe his name is Perry Periakos. He runs the Little Brown Jug, which, and I say this with all affection in the world. I went to a big state school too. This is not this this is not a place where you go for fine dining. This is a place where you go for a slop burger. Right. It sounds like a rivalry trophy. It is like, a rivalry. It is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. The little yeah. brown jug is a, is a, is a big Hell yeah, nailed it. It's trophy. what Michigan, Which Minnesota. I believe it's Michigan, Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. As a, um, as a big 10 conference member, you know that Jess, as an I think this was also, I think the origin of this trophy also involves like fear of getting poisoned. That's Probably not important. When you get a shillelagh. Ooh. Okay, calm down. Yeah, yeah, settle, settle. Brit- British Museum ass Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre, da- Notre Dame and USC fight for the Elgin Marbles. Why are we fighting? Why are we playing for the Mask of Raw? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's ours and we found it. Don't ask where we got it. What's wrong NC with- State Notre Dame has fought for the Mask of Raw. Hey, what's wrong with a Graven Idol? Yeah, come on. There is a huge Hobby Lobby in Mishawaka. <laughs> <laughs> it's all there. All right, so the Brown Jug okay, restaurant so, so is the is the diner. The Brown Jug restaurant is is the scene of the crime. Now, here is where Jim Harbaugh ran into trouble. He took two recruits to breakfast during the COVID nineteen dead period, and he paid for it with a university credit card, because Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. is the least gangster human being that has ever lived on this planet. He did you know, not. He did the not first pay in cash. There's a certain kind of person. And that kind of person is a Bud Elliott who's listening to this, and their first reaction is, "Well, you don't get any points that way. Why would you do that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. No points." Mm -hmm. You're telling me Jim Harbaugh pays for his own glasses of milk in Ann Arbor, Michigan? No, they don't. They don't comp that at the Little Brown. He may, uh, depending on, I I heard two different. I heard two different versions of this. He may have just, and this is even less gangster because this means it has to get reported to the IRS. He may have just left a tip on the credit card for the server. Huh. Because, because 
Perry Periakos, who owns the Little Brown Jug, if you go and look at his Facebook page, he has his own Big Ten title ring with his name on it. <laughs> I super doubt that Jim Harbaugh is paying for a burger in this place. If this Take guy, out Nebraska. If this, guy gets, if this guy gets a Big Ten title ring. So we, we did hear one we did hear from one person that it's possible he may have just left a tip for the server. Again, on his university credit card, which no, you have to report you have to report that tip to the IRS. Tip in cash. Come on, y'all. So you're telling me Scott Frost would have had a better chance of getting a Big Ten ring if he had opened a restaurant in Ann Arbor than if he had taken a Nebraska job. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. So NCAA, uh, by the way, all of this gets dimed out to the NCAA via the uh, assistant who was acrimoniously ousted from Michigan, who's now at Mississippi State, whose name escapes me. Do we know that that's true, or is that just the suspicion? I'm curious. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how. I'm pretty sure that's how some journalists got it before Michigan. Got okay, it. I gotcha. do not believe. I do not believe they got along well. Um. Yeah, and so. Anyway, none of this is the funny part, by the way. None of this is the funny part. The funny part is NCAA investigations roll up and say, and say, Jim, is this your receipt? And Jim says, no. And they say, did you sign James Harbaugh? And he says, no. Cut to smash cut to Jim's lawyer jumping up and down in the background, waving his arms, going, just say, I don't know. Just say you don't remember. It I was don't a recall. long time ago. I don't recall. The was like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> so, <laughs> of of all the uh, of all the Bruce Pearl ways to to get caught feeding recruits illicitly, ones that involve a your signature, b your university credit card. There is a third reason, and now we come to the hole at the center of the donut. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh and the recruits were not the only people having breakfast in the restaurant that morning. They were witnessed. And what makes uh, uh, if if he's a morning regular there? What makes that particular Jim Harbaugh visit stand out? Uh, why would he stick in the mind if people were asked if they saw him there on that day? Well, it helps that across from two recruits eating plates of sausages and eggs or whatever. Jim Harbaugh was eating two hamburgers and French fries for breakfast <laughs> at 10:30 in the morning. Yep. Now, again, the owner of this establishment has a Big Ten title ring. This is conjecture. Is Jim Harbaugh eating two hamburgers for breakfast every day? Yes. Yes. This I... feels like a short leap. Yeah. This feels like a very this... short leap. This is where I have to bring I up have so the so much um, heartburn. <laughs> heartburn. So this is where this is where I went to the menu of the brown jug. And this restaurant. is where we discovered it gets worse. Oh, it gets so much worse. I'm gonna read this verbatim. Our hamburgers are a full half pound of prime Angus ground beef. <laughs> it's so, two so half that's pound the first burgers. Thing. Uh, Not a Jim, double Jim, hamburger, two half no. pound burgers. Mm-hmm. Jim is eating two brioche buns with a pound pre-cooked of ground beef in the morning. For breakfast. Yep. Um, The other important thing to know about the brown jug is that part of its shtick, let's say, almost every item on the menu is named after a Michigan person of some... A luminary. uh, of, Of some importance. So, for instance, to pull a couple at random... Um, 
The barbecue ribs are named after Mike Hart. The spinach pie is named after Jay Harbaugh. The pesto chicken pasta is named after um, famed basketballer and Alaskan uh, lover, Glenn Rice. Hell yes. The burgers. Top of the list, the famous brown jug burger. Just your standard, I want a burger. This is this is the house. This is the thing. It's named after Jack Harbaugh. So it's entirely possible <laughs> that Blood Jim of Harbaugh my blood walked into this restaurant and said, Give me two dad burgers, please! Okay, I have... I have an Daddy alternate. wants me to have two burgers! I have an alternate theory, because if you scroll down the list, and it's yeah. an adjacent but alternate theory, there's a Bo Schembler, a Bo Schemberger... And I'm wondering if he consumes yeah. the one burger. burger. I'm wondering if he's splitting and going one of dad and one of Bo as like an act of religious communion. The, this uh, is the my Bo ground burger. body. Eat of it. For those wondering. So. Served on grilled sourdough rye bread with grilled onions and cheese. So oh, it's, it's a patty really melt. Ooh. It is, but they have a patty melt listed separately under Charles Woodson. I don't this is not that. the most confusing thing apart about this menu. Jess, if I gave should you three I, should guesses. Should I be offended? Should I be offended so, there's no menu items named after female athletes because it seems uh, like a, an oversight? Maybe, could you maybe, uh, well, is it possible that female athletes have the good sense to not eat these? So there are, <laughs> there are some named after women on this, like uh, the basketball coach, Kim barnes uh The carrot cake is named after her. I don't know who all these people are, so I apologize. Somebody named Abigail O'Connor gets the jug special omelet. Um, so there are the, some the women on here. Omelet. Like I said, I don't know exactly. Uh, Katie Frauman appears to be the executive associate AD. She gets the chicken lemon rice. I hope that uh, Adam Schefter is on here. Women's, I hope that women's gymnastics I'm are. I'm sorry. What is what, what is what is the Adam Schefter one? Oh God. The Sicilian deep dish. <clears throat> but here's what I want to focus on. Jess, if I gave you, I'm going to give you three guesses. Think of just typical diner mm-hmm. menu. This is not something that's like super out there. You would not be surprised. This is not like, what even is that dish? If I gave you three guesses for a diner that serves breakfast and lunch slash dinner, Tom Brady's menu item, what is it? Avocado toast? Wrong. Try again. It's going to be and really I'll say this. stupid, cold, isn't it? Cold. You are cold? your avocado toast is a cold guess if we're playing hot cold. All right, chicken pot pie. Wrong, but definitely warmer. I think you've gone too far the other direction. So, so try to split the midpoint of chicken pot pie and avocado toast, and I think you'll get it. Um, some sort of patty melt. That's really, you know what? That's so close. I think I'm going to give it to you because it's the corned yes. beef Reuben. Tom Brady has never eaten a corned beef Reuben in his, maybe not, at least not since leaving Ann Arbor. No. I I don't think he'd even look at a corned beef Reuben for fear it would fuck up his blood chemistry. Like, was he like this in school? We don't know. Based on his his combine photo, no. Yeah. No, he was not like this in school. Oh, simpler times. Simpler times. So, again, if if you're Michigan's, like, trustees or whatever... You're dragged in front of the NCAA, I'm assuming via Zoom, and you're hearing about this illegal comped meal, and then you find out what the comped meal was. And I, my, my immediate follow-up question to all the people I talked to in Michigan in the last 12 hours has been, why don't you tell the NCAA to eat shit? This is stupid. And the response that I got back was, well, we thought a pretty good plan would be for Jim to apologize 
and then for the university president to go tell the NCAA to kick rocks, except that we're not sure we can get Jim to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) And the most, for the most (laughs) meaningless lie in the world. (laughs) It's, and I, I was, I was Googling last night to try and figure out, I I was like searching last night. I'm like, is this like at the very beginning of this process of trying to find out, is this real? And I'm, so we're, we're searching last night. We're searching all forms of like Harbaugh burger, trying to find out this is real. And we always get three to five people calling this a nothing burger. I'm like, no, man, it's a something burger. But this could be so easily pivot. The NCAA attack on supporting local businesses. There are so many ways to pivot this, except we're not sure we can get Jim to apologize. Why would he apologize for eating one pound of ground beef on two brioche buns in the morning? I think for the lying is the thing they want him to apologize for. But in order to do that, he would have to admit it, which he still, as far as we know, has not done. He was just being an American, Holly. Like, I know Floyd floated yesterday that possibly this is like, I'm ashamed to admit that I eat like like a nine-year-old who's been given $20 and told to go eat breakfast. This dude made headlines eating McDonald's in France with his wife. I don't think he's Um, bothered by this. um, it, It feels like it has to just be stubborn principle of I will not apologize no matter what I've done. Nobody makes me bleed my own burger. Can I remind you can I remind you of just the crystalline moment where I realized I understood Jim Harbaugh and I think it will help to understand this. There's this long QB clinic that you can watch of him. I mean it's like literally like two hours of Jim Harbaugh talking about quarterbacking and in it he says the following and does the following. One, he says that the best way to get the ball from under center and put your hand in the right position is to put your thumb in the asshole of the center, like right up against the asshole of the center. That's not food safe, by the way. That's his words. I'm not saying he's like, yeah, put your knuckle like right up against the asshole. And then he looks up like, (laughs) you know, the part where the poop comes out, right? Your asshole. Oh, asshole. Ah, so like, that's the first thing he does. The second thing is he says that the most important factor for a quarterback is I must win, not speed, agility, accuracy or competitiveness in his brain want to the word the yes. most important word want to it too is i must win first of all jim that's three fucking words <laughs> that's three fucking words well he's catholic so three can become one it's fine second of all when he says this he hits the overhead projector and mind you it is an overhead projector when i know he could have afforded a laptop and some powerpoint okay but he's got an overhead projector and he hits it and he breaks the overhead projector. Yes. That's, how that's why he brought the overhead projector. I must quit. To and break then, that. Oh, do you he... think the overhead projector was a patsy? Absolutely like, was not. Was it brought in to die? Absolutely. Because then now he has to buy a new one. <laughs> okay. This is why Ryan fails. This is why Ryan is not a harbologist. <laughs> because he doesn't understand that 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 he doesn't want to pay for a new one because he's, he's at base one of the cheapest human beings alive. Well, he's putting that on the university credit card as well. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're talking, Daddy. He's just he's just calling Staples. Send another. <laughs> right, by the time um, this comes out, he may have apologized, but yeah. I don't know how high I think the odds of that are. Yeah, uh, there's so- only listen. There is only one person. We know this. We know this to be true. There is only one person in the entire universe who could sit Jim Harbaugh down, listen to his story, and give him a direction that says you need to do this that he would listen to. Right? Yeah, but Pope Benedict it's, died. It's Judge Judy. Oh. Judge Judy is the only person who can convince Jim Harbaugh that he is wrong and he should apologize. So Michigan can, you know, have all the internal meetings and discussions they want. But until they get TV's richest woman 
to step up, look at this case. Now, the flip side is this. If he's already talked to Judy and she said, I think you're right. I think they didn't have, I didn't th- think they didn't have shit on you. And you She's should like, fight fuck this. the NCAA. Yes. What then if, I think, then I think Jim Harbaugh. In my court. What if he gets on the phone and Judy's like, I didn't get rich by like, I didn't get rich by paying for my own shit either. I will say this. What's a more valid court? The NCAA or Judge Judy? I'll say Judge Judy because people accept yeah. those adjudications. Yeah, it's not yes, that's close. right. Yeah. And also, 1, and also people, people want to go on Judge Judy. Nobody wants to go to the NCAA. Here's what if Judge question. Judy is eating yeah. two half-pound burgers every morning as well? And that's what they were talking <laughs> about. Competitive eaters <laughs> always have frames like Judge Judy. Yeah, true. Judge Judy's like, I eat two half-pound burgers, then I don't eat another meal for the rest of the day. And I so just like, sort of like... like she like understands. Fries and yes. all? She's like, oh, yeah, yes. give me the Harbaugh burger. Yes. Absolutely. Har- Harburger. That's why she's um, so that's She orders why she's the so Schembechler. Yeah, she's... <laughs> Um, I have one other one other thought, by the way. Yeah, that, please. That if this man is consuming a pound of ground beef with the bun and all yeah. of the trimmings, and oh, then has fries behind how it, how many days a week then, do you think that's happening? Then nine thirty a.m. in the mm. football facility. Does his office have its own bathroom? It's got to be critical. No, I bet he's right there in the locker room. I bet he's like, nope. It's where the players go, it's where Jim's going, right here. <laughs> um, what do you think is the longest period of time? Jim Harbaugh has gone without ingesting beef in some form. Ooh. Has he ever been he's... hospitalized? Six minutes. You think that beef... <laughs> <laughs> like he has to wake up at night like a baby bird? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's just he got, he's he's just got like jerky from the and ceiling. He's got a jerky chewing all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just in gotta the lip. Got to keep the level just stable. Just himself. I mean, he he has be... a jerky dispenser like the thing in Wayne's World with the red vine in mm-hmm. the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. he may be at the point where... Even though his diet of beef and dairy solely is dangerous, he's more protein he, now than man. Right. If he stopped, he he's would have literal, that withdrawal. He's literal there. Iron yeah. Man, is what you're saying. <laughs> you got, yeah. You just got to keep it going, or he'll die. Marvaz oh. <laughs> eaten so much red meat that he's magnetized. At this point. Isn't this like the Jordan Peterson diet? Like, wasn't this a thing yeah. on the? And that's for a while? our time, folks. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> For joining us, uh, I'm just happy to see that there's the a program we're gonna, doing things we're gonna, the right way. We're going to eject from the podcast right now before we start thinking about other opinions Jim Harbaugh might have. You should clean Thank your Happy January 6th. <laughs> happy January 6th to Mike Gundy, Kim Mulkey, and everyone else celebrating out there today. Um, happy anniversary of the time that lady got to meet Ronald Reagan. Uh, and... Please like and subscribe to the Shutdown Fullcast, DNF, and all other Meadowlark family shows. And good night. Oh, wait. I have one thing real quick. Just just so you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. The one thing that makes me cast doubt on this story, Mm -hmm. on the menu, 2% milk or chocolate milk, $4. No refills. They keep the hole in the back. Jim would never. Jim would never go to a place that, A, didn't offer whole milk, and B, didn't give you refills. What do you think's in the jug? Shit. Is that does that come to the table like water? <laughs> yes. That's why it's yeah. on the menu. Water's not on the menu. All right. Good night. One jug. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody.